Hi, I'm Robert McFerrin, and you're listening to the 21 News Podcast. Joining me today is Michael Whalen, who's a reporter for CNBC's digital team, which focuses on covering the global auto industry. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me on. Um, so today, um, during the, the uh, General Motors third quarter earnings conference call, uh, GM CEO Mary Barra spoke on the recent offer uh, by GM to bring Altium Cells, which is here in Lordstown. Uh, they also partner with the LG Energy Solution under the automaker's master agreement. On October 6th, UAW President Sean Fain said that this was a major step for, towards the future of the auto workers moving forward. However, Yesterday, Mr. Fain told the Detroit News the offer was dead in the water. What happened? Yeah, the battery plants have been a complex issue. Uh, months ago, we did an article calling it a wild card issue because it's actually not a mandatory topic of bargaining. These um, battery plants are currently under joint ventures, like the one in Lordstown with Energy LG Energy Solution. So they aren't technically a mandatory part of the bargaining. GM kind of did a Hail Mary offer that included to, as Barra put it, include them under the scope of the master agreement. And it saved its Arlington plant in uh, Texas. It's a very profitable full-size SUV plant from being struck at that time. However, today the union just announced a strike at that plant following GM's earnings and comments by Barra about the battery plants. But yeah, the devil has always been in the details regarding the battery plants and what exactly GM proposed. I was told by several sources that it wasn't exactly what UAW president had wanted as kind of robust as it initially was expected to be. And yesterday when we were in a scrum at uh, the Stellantis plant for the Sterling Heights assembly plant, where they also struck uh, when asked about the battery plants, President Thane said they were dead in the water. When we pushed a little bit more on what that meant or what happened, he said he did not want to talk about the battery plants. He just wanted to talk about the economics and the negotiations. And again, the battery plants are not mandatory part of the negotiations, and they can't be struck over as part of this negotiations under the NLRB, but they can be struck over under economics, which is what the UAW is focusing on right now. So Barr today said that the discussion about the battery plants are open, but it seems like they're kind of a non-starter right now for UAW President Fain. So there's a lot of complexities that when it comes to the battery plants, because they have a dual ownership. Um, <clears throat> Is that going to be the the part that's going to be the most complex if if this is able to happen to get that, uh, as Barra said, under the scope of the master agreement? Yeah, GM has said that these wages should be essentially supplier wages or in line with other EV battery plants that when you look at Tesla or elsewhere, they want them to be cost competitive with that. The union, however, has one of these jobs to replace engine jobs and kind of be at the level of traditional auto workers, which as of right now is over $32. But under the new terms of the contract proposals that are out there right now, they'd probably be over $40 an hour. So GM is really looking at this as supplier work as it has for other kitting and kind of battery cell production. Um, in the past, and the union wants it to be kind of in the more traditional realm because they see it as replacing engine jobs. So it's really kind of a 
definition of what the skills require. And what I was expecting when they were talking about the national agreement was some sort of framework or some sort of new segment of worker, because I didn't think the company was going to agree to actually have them in the master agreement under the traditional wages. And today, the GM CEO also said, that based on the LTM, that uh, GM must have benchmark economics and operating flexibility due to the differences between the battery plants and the traditional auto manufacturing jobs. Can you explain what that means? Yeah, and that's exactly what I was just saying. I mean, they want to be able to benchmark these bit jobs and the wages against traditional battery plants like Tesla has or like others have in South Korea or even elsewhere. So they want these wages to pay equal to what current battery workers are being paid, not what current auto workers at the engine plants as well as the assembly plants are getting paid. Gotcha. Thank you for clarifying that for me. Um, as someone who covers the auto industry, how important of a role is it that with the Ultium sales facilities, you know, here in Lordstown and the upcoming Spring Hill and Lansing, Michigan facilities play in the future of the EV industry? The EV industry is really kind of untested still. We've had the first early adopters and Tesla's done very well. They had the market to themselves for a while, but the battery plants play a key role in the profitability of the EVs especially with the Inflation Reduction Act under the Biden administration, billions upon billions of dollars in incentives to go through the production as well as consumers purchasing the vehicles. So automakers have really started taking the battery plants, producing them here. GM has kind of been the lead of the domestic automakers for the battery plant announcements. Uh, they are at four right now. Ford isn't too far behind with a massive complex in um down in Kentucky, as well as another plant down there, and then also a battery plant with CATL, a Chinese partner, um, through a license agreement in Michigan. And Ford actually paused at work on that plant as a result of the UAW negotiations right now, as well as kind of battery demand due to EV demand being lower or slower than expected. So we're kind of in this unstable place right now when it comes to EVs and kind of getting past the first adopters, early adopters to the mainstream market, because they've been far more costly than people thought. And honestly, trying to get people to change everything they've known about a vehicle has that kind of task has been a little bit more difficult than uh, several people, including the automakers thought. Um, here in Lordstown, they've experienced some growing pains with the, the facility to get it up to speed in a timely fashion, um, being open since September of 22, uh, now being announced that it's expected to be up to full capacity by the end of the year or early next year. Will the steps that the growing pains that have happened here in Ohio, will this help the other plants grow at a faster rate, do you think? It should. That's what uh, Barra said today, that um, they were going to take lessons learned from their EV ramp up as well as the battery sub ramp up in Lordstown and take that to other facilities. And when you talk about, I mean, Lordstown and just what they've gone through with all of this, you've got to go back to the assembly plant as well when GM shut that down. And I know that was a huge economic toll and the jobs haven't come back just yet for that. There was hope that Lordstown Motors would come in and kind of fill that plant, get it up and running again and increase those jobs. 
But I mean, when you talk about ramping up production, it also means jobs for Lordstown at the battery plant. And I think that's, you know better than I would, about uh, what the city's looking for and job numbers and just what this means for that city. Barra said that the Ultium platform is chemically agnostic and they would be able to make modifications and adjustments, including uh, um, needs of efficiency uh, modifications, which could happen as soon as 2030. Will the companies with having multiple, do you have an idea as a reporter who covers this, you know, will these modifications coming in, you know, six years possibly or less, um, how will this impact the EV industry to keep up to date with always the greatest and latest technology? GM has said that it's been exploring other chemicals up prior to that 2030 date. And its fourth battery plant with a Samsung instead of LG actually is focusing on different kinds of batteries under the Altium platform. But yeah, I mean, GM executives, including Barr, have always said that the platform for Altium is essentially ambiguous and it can be too formatted for many different types of cells. I think that they were really trying to go with the pouch cells, but the lithium ion and different raw materials have been far more expensive than uh, many thought that they would due to inflation, as well as kind of the drilling demand for them. So all these companies right now that kind of committed to EVs and dozens, billions upon billions of dollars are kind of looking for different alternatives and different means in the battery technology. We are literally, I mean, at the beginning of this industry and it evolves quickly. I mean, you have solid state batteries, you have nickel batteries, you have LFP batteries. There are all these different types of chemistries that can be done. And it's not a one all end all solution at this point. And at the end of the day, what's your gut feeling? Will GM and the UAW eventually um, be all under one master agreement or you think they'll be kept separately? If I knew that, I would uh, probably not be where I am today. I'd probably at the negotiation table <laughs> on that. But um, I mean, when you talk about that, GM and the union um, kind of agreed before all of this that these kind of were not necessarily off the table, but they weren't going to be like a hindrance to a lot of the bargaining. But then that changed. And again, the UAW really sees these jobs as the future of their industry and securing their long-term viability. I talked to a lot of UAW negotiators prior to the talks beginning, and they honestly all focused on the battery plants being crucial to the UAW's future. I think Sean Fain understands that. The companies are again pushing back on this. Whether or not they are included in the master agreement or if they are included in separate agreements through Altium, they're going to need a deal. And we already saw GM kind of step up to the plate a little bit by increasing the wages as part of a small part of the a master agreement. And I think we're just going to see how this plays out. I think the union right now is focusing on the economics of the master agreement to then hopefully either have the battery plants included or just have a trickle-down effect on those battery plant jobs. So either way, they're going to need to negotiate a contract with them, just when and where and how much the wages are. Those are the questions. Michael, thank you very much for your time today. It's greatly appreciated. Thank you for having me on. Mm-hmm.